Initiating update. Three, two, one, go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Nerd On Update, where we talk about the nerdy things that excite us and then answer questions from you, the people. Mm. How's that? Is that good? Is that all right? That was very good. All right, good. I'm proud of myself. Uh, So, um, Tom, how are you feeling? Feeling good? Uh, You know, uh, I'm, 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 I'm trying to do better. Anthony is Steve's. Oh, there he is. There's <laughs> there's Peter number two. There he is. <laughs> Trying to do better. Well, uh, Tom, why not why not kick off with you yourself with your first uh, piece of news you have for us? Now, 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 everyone listening, I know you're used to hearing Caitlin and Corey yeah, and Josh, yeah. um, and hearing more, more. You know, typically single bits of news. Mm-hmm. However, with mm-hmm. just us two now, Mr. Steve, you said my single piece of news. Do you want me to do my first one? Because that's have what three. I meant. Okay. I'm sorry. So we'll Your trade first piece of news. We'll apologies. trade then. Okay. Yes. Okay. So my first piece of news. Which one I want to do? Happy, sad. Let's do happy. <laughs> oh, we'll be happy first. We'll be happy okay. first. So last week uh, I mentioned that March 18th was a special day, which had already passed, um, and it was the anniversary, the one year anniversary of the release of the Snyder Cut, the thing that bloggers around the world were paid to say never existed and it was a pipe dream and we shouldn't expect it and that it was stupid and it couldn't be better than the Justice League film that we got in 2017. And you know what is hanging in my living room on a poster that I bought particularly for this release? A copy ah. of of a poster that's sitting in rubble of ashes um, <laughs> uh, that's a film reel and it's the Snyder Cut and that released a year ago. Um and uh, yeah, so we saw a trend of Restore the Snyderverse um, to a pretty big number, not as big as day after release of the Snyder Cut, um, which uh, saw 1.5 million trending tweets, which is the highest trended uh, property movie TV show of all. Uh, the closest thing to it is, of course, Avengers Endgame at 1.2 million tweets. Um, why does this matter, everyone? Because this is what literally got us to the road to getting the Snyder Cut to begin with. Um, I think over eight. I think it was 800,000 tweets one day for a release of Snyder Cut, which actually got the conversation started. Of course, during the times of shutdown, pandemic, streaming, all this stuff, it was a perfect storm for this to be released. Um, but the the celebration, the anniversary, the love really kind of came to a big roar with Wayne T. Carr's releasing of the the full 4K footage, uh, photo that Zack Snyder had shown um, one time to several audience members at a screening. And someone said, you know, like, could we ever see the picture of, you know, John Stewart? And, um, and uh, he and he's like, yeah. And he's like, I have it on my phone. He just showed it. And we all we had was this blurry picture of a picture. And now we have the nice, beautiful 4K image. And it looks great. And in the words of Obadiah Stained, Tony Stark built this in a cave. Zack Snyder shot that on his driveway, which is just really, really cool. Um, one, I just think, you know, actors obviously should get more shine. And I'm very glad that he was allowed to release it. You had people like Ray Fisher, Ray Porter, other actors and, and other people who you know write for screen rant and indie wire and deadline 
who are talking about really restore the Snyder cut and uh, restore the Snyderverse, which I'm I'm excited about it as long as you know we keep it peaceful, keep it you know good. Of course, fandoms in every sort could be toxic, and there's toxic members of you know restore the Snyderverse out there. So, um, you know, this felt pretty like cool to see, and um, yeah, we will see when they you know finalize the the merger later this summer. Um, we've already seen kind of changes happening in the DCU lineup and a lot of people are just having big hopes about it, but that's one bit of news. Steve's you're next. Going along, uh, last, last night, which was, uh, Sunday the 20th was the WGA awards, the writers guild of America awards. And it's just one of the many award shows that lead up to the Academy awards, kind of like the, uh, the, uh, the, the smaller award shows that focus on specific, areas of expertise in filmmaking and television shows before getting to the big ones, which would be the Oscars for film and the Emmys for television. So there were three big winners that I want to point out from last night's show. Uh, first off being for television, best drama series went to Succession, oh. which you can't really argue with that. Succession is arguably the best written drama series on TV right now. There's no bad episode, in my opinion. There's no bad uh, performance in that entire series. Direction, acting, writing is freaking glorious. So, of course, it deserves it. Um, as you can tell by Tom's face, he, I'm pretty sure he agrees on Succession there. I love some uh, Succession babies, some candy <laughs> babies. <laughs> um, and then from there, going into the film realm, we had the best adapted screenplay and best original screenplay, which excites people like you know Tom and I because – we try to write the things. Um, and so for a best adapted screenplay, it's the little engine that could. Coda mm-hmm. won for best adapted screenplay. And I am so happy for that film. I'm happy for everything it gets. Um, do I think it'll win best film? I'm not sure, but I would not be mad if it did. I would celebrate if it did. Uh, but it got best adapted screenplay at the WGA. And I believe it won something at the Screen Actors Guild Awards. It won best ensemble in the film. So that's some big treadway for that movie. Those are some big wins. And so the conversation now is always Coda and the power of the dog. And next up that going into that was best original screenplay, which I didn't see this win happening, but since I like the writer, I'm cool with it. Uh, Don't look up one best original screenplay, which was the Adam McKay film. That was pretty much, pretty much a documentary, not a satire about how, about how our, our world is now. Um, so don't look up took best original screenplay. I don't see the movie winning too much after this. And I'm, I'm a fan of the movie. I enjoyed it. Um, I just don't think it's going to win against the talent that's around it. I love what Adam McKay did. I love the severe finger pointing it did at all of us because we deserved it. Um, and Adam McKay is really good at that ever since the big short and with vice, uh, and I would say that don't look up is like the trilogy of his American satire uh films so you know good for him winning best original screenplay adam mckay of course already has an oscar for don't for uh the big short so again don't see it winning much at the oscars but i'm happy to see mckay get a wga award so there's your your big three in my opinion from the wgas talladega nights baby (laughs) <laughs> Delding and it's the man who gave us Step Brothers as an Oscar winner. <laughs> uh, so uh, popcorn to me. 
Popcorn to you. All right, now here's sad news, y'all. You know me, Aww. DC boy out here. Um, no, one, no one's allowed to be happy in the DC universe um, mm-hmm. because this is actually a Deadpool quite. Deadpool said it. This is actually quite a uh, a a pretty tough topic to talk about. Um, and uh, yeah, this is going to be a lot of emotional damage. Um, <laughs> not really, not this one. Next one, my next story will be a lot of emotional damage. This one is is rough because this is the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial. Um, oh. This was originally going to start uh, 2019. Now, for mm. people who don't know, because I think it gets really complicated, and a lot of people are like, well, didn't he hit her? And didn't she do this? And didn't he lose something that the son There's said? A lot of that. Um, it's like, and didn't they pull him from blah, blah, blah? But he's still working. Okay, so. Yeah, a lot of that's just Just to kind of like give you the basics, I honestly definitely recommend everyone listening to the show. Of course, you come here for news, but do your own research, of course, and just try to get as much information as you can. Not really to pick a side, but just to get as much facts as you can understand. Because even for me, preparing this, I was just like, what? Um, So, uh, you know, following their divorce, um, there was just a lot of he say, she said. Um, And Amber Heard first came out and saying that uh, he, that Johnny Depp was a wife beater. And, Pretty much this was during the time – and this is kind of the crappy thing. This is during the time of Aquaman and the Crimes of Grindelwald films are coming out. So Warner Brothers had these two stars who were married, that they were having a contract, and now they're divorced and they're fighting each other. Um, and it's just kind of messy because these are two big temples. And why you're like, oh, why did this business matter? It matters because a lot of money goes involved and a lot of people have PR and they could pay people to stop doing these things. Um, mm-hmm. That being said um, – so the 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 actual defamation against Amber Heard that Johnny Depp is going to be filing that is filed will begin April 11th. Now currently, uh, Amber Heard um, uh, she she filed against is Johnny Depp or sued against him and he he filed against that lawsuit and then lost. So it wasn't that like it was clear legal that like. Oh yes, he is a woman beater or wife beater and all that stuff. It was that he was saying that this case that you're putting against me is libel, and then you and then he lost that case. So it's just pretty much like she can sue you, and so this mm-hmm. is the counter sue of defamation, um, which is crazy. You go about it, where it's like, oh my god, the legal system's crazy. But this is where it starts getting really kind of crazy, like real, real big. Because there are there's a line of witnesses uh, lined up who are going to attend virtually for this for this hearing on April 11th, and the four uh, the virtual witnesses for Amber Heard are James Franco and Elon oh. Musk, um, and these are people who potentially have been accused that she has had an affair with during this marriage, um, and then Johnny Depp's uh, witnesses that he's bringing in is Paul Bettany who. We all know that, um, you know, the star of WandaVision, but also their text messages have been publicly said to the world of they were making jokes that they were going to drown her and burn her and kill her and uh, have marital relations with her deceased body. Um, And text messages between Amber Heard and Jason Momoa will also be aired during court. And text messages between James Wan and Amber Heard will be aired during court. And text messages between Johnny Depp and J.K. Rowling will be aired during court. Oh, my God. And text messages between Amber Heard and Zack Snyder will be aired in court. Zack's in this? (laughs) The Snyder kind just doesn't know when to stop. (laughs) Zack attack, baby. The Snyder texts. The Snyderverse, um, which... (laughs) 
And 100% we're taking this uh, in a comical way because it's just like, you know, we just talked about Snyder and I have nothing but love for him and I just only yeah. wish him the best. But that being said, it's just like, oh my God. Like, I, no, I, yeah, I'm, like I'm not laughing at the topic. I'm laughing at how many people are involved. Well, in this, this is a thing that, that gr- like the actual company of Disney and Warner Brothers is tied to this lawsuit. They're both involved. And so is the FBI. And so oh it's like God. the list of people who are beca- like, and that's the thing where it's like, this is becoming a whirlwind that everyone's getting Mickey into. and Bugs are both like, oh my God. Dude. They're like, when was the last time? Was it? Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, this sucks. Oh. Who framed Roger Rabbit? That was the last time. We saw that's the last time the two were together. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's crazy. It's like, I wish we could have seen each other in better terms, but uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, th- this, this is getting kind of crazy. And I think oh my God. to me, this is really tough because, you know, she has accused him of, of, of hitting her. And, you know, we understand that the context of hashtag me too, which is, mm-hmm. um, it, it's tough when you have these movements or these, these, these banners that people can unite and try to cause something good, get hurt because potentially the credibility of them, um, lo- you know, gets lost because of, uh, you know, potentially if, if Amber Heard is proven to be lying, then, it, you know, yeah, it's a, it's a setback for people it's, who actually yeah, are getting or, or yeah. hurt, who are getting hurt. But also, that's being said too that like Johnny Depp's like she's the one that abused me, mm-hmm. and so you know that also just kind of limits. Does Me Too only pertain to people of certain gender identities? Um, and so it's just really tough, right? Um, mm-hmm. And I think it's going to be something that I think we might be underestimating what that's going to do to credibility of of certain things. I mean, Johnny Depp already you know said he graciously would walk down or step down from playing Grindelwald because he understands that like, this is just too much. And there's been a lot of people's defense to Johnny Depp, even his ex-wife. And so mm-hmm. it, it will just see where it all lands. I'm just bringing that up that like the, the trial has been announced and that's when it starts. Please, Steve's take it away before I go even more sad with the next news. Jesus. I don't want to No. Uh, <laughs> so uh, having premiered last week after our last update, a comic book series from DC is now available on HBO Max, and that series is DMZ, uh, of course, standing for Demilitarized Zone. That comic, again, was written and drawn by Ricardo, here we go, Bercelli and Brian Wood. Boy, I hope I said that right. And it's in the graciously artistic hands of the queen herself, Miss Ava DuVernay, as she produces, uh, I think she wrote and she directed the first episode she directed the first episode herself which i have seen the first one uh it stars rosario dawson benjamin bratt and hoon lee who is an amazing actor from warrior which is also on hbo max um it's i've known about the comic i never read the comic and i thought about reading it before the show but the minute it popped up on hbo max with a big ass poster of rosario and benjamin i'm like gonna watch the show first then i'll read at the comic after uh but pretty much not too uh different from what you get in handmaid's tale there's been a civil war in the united states there's the united states and the free states of america and the free states are like at the militias rose up and new york has been like separated and manhattan island itself is a demilitarized zone where just kind of the types you'd see in escape from new york exist that's what's happening in manhattan island right now Rosario Dawson, before she could escape, lost her son. Mm. And she's trying to find her way back into the DMZ to find her son. And 
complexity and action and dark, gritty. Oh my god, that really happened. Ensue goes throughout. Ensues in season in episode one. Uh, there are four episodes as of this recording available on HBO Max. I have seen the first one. Ava DuVernay, of course, directing. Uh, I'm in. I'm drawn in. I'm excited to continue it. Uh, and I do plan on reading the comic after I've, you know, finished those four or finished the season. I'm not sure yet. But I'm so far very intrigued because I'm a fan of everybody involved. And so far, they are delivering. You hear that, Warner Brothers? Doesn't matter. Bring in Snyderverse and bring back Ava DuVernay's New Gods. Both of them can exist, even if we mm-hmm. have different interpretations of Dark Side. I don't care. And I'm also, I know I'm enjoying seeing DC work that isn't like... Know, a cowl oh, yeah. or an Caves S, or yeah. which it's funny because a flashback she has of her son, he's wearing a Batman costume, jumping him down on the bed. It was pretty cool. Nice. <laughs> and I was like, ah, they could do that because you know. <laughs> uh, my turn. All right, more sad news, Tom. More sad news. All right, this is the last of my oh, news. Uh, uh, yep. Ethan, who really quick, Warrior is such a great show. You're damn right it is, and we are getting a third season. Mm-hmm. I want to say that. Uh, so this is the my last piece of news before it seems you have one more after this, right? I do. Okay. Yes. We'll, we'll, we'll make it quick because uh, we got to get some questions in there. Questions. Uh, so uh, some people may not know this, but tomorrow after the time of this recording, so what is that going to be? March 22nd, Tuesday, yes. um, L- uh, uh, certain Disney um, employees will be staging a walkout. Uh, this will be led by particularly LGBTQ plus members um, from Disney. And um, mm-hmm. I, I think this is kind of a, a, a big topic to open. I mean, you might be wondering why. Um, and particularly uh, Florida's uh, uh, going to be passing a law or is in, in, in talks to pass a law, which people have dubbed the don't say gay law, which um, I don't know the exact name of it, and I had to do a lot of reading of, like, what is this actually law, this law actually says? And this all started with me kind of seeing this hashtag grow of hashtag Disney say gay. And so I really wanted to bring this up because I had saw an animator who had worked at Disney talk about the repercussions of this bill um, and the the kind of what will happen. The implications is that schools in Florida cannot um, discuss or instruct um, anything on uh, sexual orientation or gender gender identity. And parents who find this out are allowed to sue um, third-party instructors or school school personnel for any type of discussion or instruction. So whether they talk about the AIDS epidemic or they talk about, you know, any civil rights movements, they Mm -hmm. can technically talk about you know, gender identity or, or sexual orientation. Um, and the one side is to say that it allows parents to have a little bit more, um, a little bit more, uh, rain into what their children are learning. Um, and then on the other side is a lot of people being just afraid to be like, I don't know how to talk about certain things if a student asks me a question. And a lot of people who are defending the bill are saying like, well, we're not saying you can't talk about it, but you just can't instruct or discuss, which the vagueness of it is meant to be scary. The vagueness of exactly. all laws and all, you know, listening to or talking to, to, to the audience here, if you understand anything about laws and, and, and payments and contracts and, and loans and all this and medical stuff, 
if it sounds complicated, it's meant to. It's literally mm-hmm. meant to sound complicated so that you don't know what to do and you're you're giving your trust to someone who's interpreting it for you, which is mm-hmm. always what I'm going to say is try to study as much as you can, learn as much as you can on your own accord so that you could be better equipped to just have discussions and just ask mm-hmm. the proper questions um, and, to, and to understand what experts really can, can, can try to discern for you. Um, but yeah, so th- I think it was just kind of a big deal because one Disney again has the third and second largest franchise of all time, which is Star Wars. Then Marvel followed right after that. First one is uh, Pokemon. But um, yeah, and I, I I I want this to be said to you know the LGBTQ plus you know listeners that we have that you know that's terrible that if people can't talk about sexual orientation or gender identity in schools, then like. What the hell? Like, you know, we're, it's mm-hmm. at a certain point, I think people are so afraid to have discussions and uh, the, the, this propaganda that people are being taught on this agenda to, you know, become LGBTQ plus who just don't understand, this, you know, identities, all that stuff. It's it's tough. And I, th- I think um, it's cool that we're hearing about it again. These things always happen. These things happen mm-hmm. all the time. They've been happening, but now we're at a place in technology in the world that we we see it and we can kind of discuss about it. And that's all I really got to say. I don't want to put too much of my opinion on it. I think we should continue that conversation in the Discord if you want to do that. But that'll be the rest of my news. Mr. Steve, take it away. Absolutely. And then to finish it off on a very uh, cinematic, lighthearted note, lighthearted note, excuse me, uh, 1972, March a little film that was kind of indie and didn't have much hope was released and changed the world of filmmaking forever. And that film was Francis Ford Coppola's The Godfather. Yes, the hand, the puppet on the strings there, Tom. Well done. The Godfather came out 50 years ago this month. So this year is a big celebration about that film. Worthy of it. It's the movie that gave us Al Pacino. It's the movie that gave us uh, a resurgence of Marlon Brando, gave us James Caan, gave us Robert Duvall, Diane Keaton, um, oh, my, Talia Shire. An amazing film that revolutionized the way the mobster film was done. It made you see bad guys and feel for the bad guys way before Sopranos did. Uh, the you know we see Vito Corleone who is this ruthless, ruthless killer who leads this family, but yet you feel for him as a father and his three sons. It's it hits on so many levels. It's three hours that, in my opinion, go by fast if you're focused and paying attention to what you're seeing on screen. It was one of those films that set the tone for what the future of Hollywood was going to be when it came to filmmaking. Because within those certain amount of years, you got Godfather, you got Godfather 2, you got Jaws, you got Close Encounters of the Third Kind, you got Star Wars. You had these big hits coming out from these three best buddies. And... It just blew up from there. And Godfather is one of those films that I'm going to say, well, it is. It's the film that started the whole movement. It was first. And if you've never seen The Godfather, first off, how dare, no, I won't, I, won't, I won't yell. I won't get mad. Definitely add it to a must-see classic movie list. It is worthy of your time. A lot of the things you see in a film today came from this era. And The Godfather is responsible for a lot of it. And I would say Godfather 1 and 2 should be on your list, but absolutely put number one on there and uh, indulge in the greatness that was Coppola, uh, excuse me, Coppola, uh, Pacino, and Brando. 
And I'll, I'll just say this too. Um, if you want to know a little bit more about the history of that, that kind of older Hollywood, which is a crime for me to say it's older Hollywood. Cause anyways, um, <laughs> check out the podcast blockbusters. Um, mm. Lex Lang, who's been on our show. He's a voice actor. He voices, um, I think Brian De Palma in, in this, in this, uh, recreation of the telling of how, um, uh, uh, Coppola kind of had this, this team, you know, of kids, Spielberg, De Palma, uh, mm-hmm. and, 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 and Scorsese. Right. Yes. Lucas too. And, and Lucas, Lucas, even though he was kind of the, Lucas was he the, was the sci-fi guy. Yeah, he was the nerd. He was the outcast in a way. And Spielberg yeah, uh-huh. was always super, it's more about Spielberg and, and, and Lucas, which is lovely. Mm-hmm. And it's talking about mm-hmm. how they kind of rose to prominence, but they all came from that ilk, that time frame. Yep. Um, they were the click. Yes. And just also give you guys some homework. When you do watch the Godfather, for those who have not watched it, just in the opening sequence, um, just to, just to kind of open your mind up a little bit of like, why is this so important? Why do people care? Look at how Marlon Brando is lit, um, and you'll mm-hmm. see that his eyes are completely covered in shadow. His face, you can see. So you can see what he's saying, but you can't see his eyes. And when you understand kind of like art and theory and critique and analysis, you understand that eyes are the you know uh, passage to the soul, right? And so if you can't see that, you don't know what's inside this man, right? He's mysterious, mm-hmm. yet he also controls the power of the world where people are begging on, begging to him on this day of his daughter's birth, you know, birthday. Michael. <laughs> So, um, and, and that film kind of made that cinematographer and the lighting team known as the masters of shadow. You know, when you think about film, you have to see a light in order to create images, but how do you carve shadows is also how you create emotion. So definitely everyone just take the academic approach from it and just, it, you'll, you'll enjoy it more. I never wanted this for you, Michael. Never did. <laughs> Um, with that, everyone, we will move on to that was a hefty, hefty news bite. Ooh, I hope you guys so much news enjoyed that. Please, uh, people in the chat can start throwing in questions to me, and I will start copying them down. Um, Tom, are you proud that I was able to go one episode without bringing up wrestling? No, mm-hmm. no, not. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I one, um. Well, you want a cookie? Two, yeah. if if you want to talk like about, if you want to talk about wrestling, you can talk about wrestling. That's, that's no, there was the, there just wasn't that much big thing that happened. Yeah, because we're on the road to WrestleMania. Not much is happening. Right wrestling's now. boring. <laughs> See, excuse you, you me. Like excuse me. <laughs> you know, I mean, people who like you know Iron Man three watch that. Uh, so <laughs> you your face. <laughs> um. So everyone, we're now part of the show where we're going to answer questions from the audience. Um, if you want to end, uh, send questions in, uh, please check out um, nerdon.tv backslash questions, and questions. that's where you can send it. Um, you can also send it if you uh, to our Discord, uh, nerdon.tv backslash Discord, and we have a whole question section that are on update. But if you want to get pushed to the head of the line, because we do have some 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 cues at some point, then go ahead and join that Nerd On Nation, uh, nerdon.tv backslash Patreon, and then ask us questions in our Patreon Discord server, where you get secret stuff, personal stuff, actually. A lot of videos Ooh. from me and Josh. But um, you can ask questions such as, I like this question, Jeremy M. asks, Nerd On, update after yeah. hours. Mm. Create and name a brand new kink or sex move that, to your knowledge, doesn't already exist. <laughs> Did that no nerd I was taking it there? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm okay, I'm, I'm okay with it. Oh, yeah, baby. Okay. We got the Steve's Delight or a Steve special. <laughs> and the Tantric Tom. You know what I'm saying? 
know what I'm saying? Tantric Tom. You know what I'm saying? You see Steve's linguista in the you, tantric, tantric All Tom. you listeners, you hear that, boys? Yeah, baby. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, you got one? I got one. Go ahead. I got to think one up. This this is mine. My mine exists already. <laughs> this, this is mine. This is mine. Uh-huh. This is mine. Mm-hmm. So you are sitting upright. Um, okay. You you are you are on your butt, and your legs are could yeah. be splayed. They could be butterfly. They could be f- f- out. Whatever they want you want to do. Mm-hmm. And you are are and 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 so you the you, me. I am sitting upright, and I'm I'm paying attention to whatever I'm watching. I'm gaming, whatever. And then my partner is 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 on my lap facing the other way so yeah. that we're both enjoying our things that we like together, but also still in the position. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is a sex move. This might just be a kink because that's just mm-hmm. one of those like, oh, we we want we 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 have the we have the hornies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and but we still want to do the thing that we want to do with the nerdies yes. together. Yeah, and yeah. Mm. and uh, okay. Apparently, in the chat, a lot of people are saying this is absolutely a thing already. And you know what? Must be nice for those who have experienced it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, that that's my okay. Okay, since it already exists, it's a kink. Then it's something I would mm-hmm. want to do. Um, mm-hmm. I honestly feel like that must mean either the game kind of sucks and you need the sex or the sex kind of sucks and you need the gaming or the movie. Maybe you're watching Batman Begins. But at a certain point, it's like, yeah. okay, this this can get started. And at a certain point, we're going to just go straight into the sex, which is which would be which would be nice, which would be great. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Mr. Steve's, take 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 take. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to describe this without too much because the, the boys' room is right next door uh, <laughs> across the hall. Uh, so... I'm going to call there's a there's a wrestling move by Chris Jericho that's called the Walls of Jericho. And what it is is kind of like a Boston crab. Now Boston crab is when you take the guy's legs, turn them over to where their stomach down and then pull their legs back and almost sit on their back to stretch them out. Mm-hmm. The way Chris Jericho does it is he kind of stands a little more and places his knee on your back so you're kind of more on your neck area as your whole body's up like you can't see if you're listening but and your legs in the air and you pull the legs back i would call it's, it's it the kind, walls of it it's kind of like yeah. a, a, a a wheelbarrow yes 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 but you're like your face is like you know smushed against the ground you're being bent backwards the walls of the steves would be that except my uh the the my me putting you in the move the face would would be in in, in a certain frontal area Below the waist. Mm. It's the walls of a Steve's. Mm. Tasting the balls of a Steve's, apparently. <laughs> but be the one doing the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The yeah. partner is. The partner is. To make you tap out. So, 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 technically speaking, if I were to perform said thing with whatever mm-hmm. partner, whomever, whomever I wish, I yes. still say that this is the walls of a Steve's, even though they're exactly. no, those are not my wall. Those are not your Correct. walls. Okay. Correct. Okay. The okay. walls of a Steve's. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Um, and then, and then mine. If I can call it, if it doesn't have a name already, mine, mine would. I would like it to be called, you know, like two player, two two player co op or some of that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> We're co oping. You know what I mean? Um, next question. That was a great question, Jeremy. Yeah. I like that. That was good. That was good. This is gonna be a TVMA episode. Yes, yes, yes. Um, <laughs> everyone is. Uh, next question comes from Brad. Lately, I've been revisiting a classic game from my childhood. T- 
Toontown Online, and mm. I have been loving it. What games did you play as a child? And are there oh. any that you would absolutely unabashedly play now? It's, okay, I've answered this before in a previous episode. You did. I think it was talking about the soundtracks, and you're like, I love this game. I think it was Jurassic Park, right? It's Jurassic Park on Super Nintendo. That's the one. All day, every day. Okay. Hey, hey, hey. That's, the, that's your question. That's your question. That just that's allows me to know you more, and then one day I could, like, weenie whistle you and be like, here's the game. <laughs> you know, I, I had I had the Madden. I had soccer games. I had the war games. Play those like crazy. But Jurassic Park on Super Nintendo just always sticks out to me. Um, games I played as a child and absolutely unabashedly played now. Um, I really enjoyed as a kid, as a child, there's no games that like, are you like, Ooh, it's a dirty secret. But like, I think I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed uh gauntlet, dark legacy or dark Alliance. Yeah. Gauntlet, dark legacy, dark Alliance, which, you know, you had your, you know, elf girl, you had your human ranger, arrow man, and then you had your, you know, short little dwarf, you know, axe dude who I always played with because he was a really punchy guy. And uh, you would just go through dungeons and beat up things and monsters. And it kind of used the worlds of Dark Alliance. So it was like, ooh, we're working with the dark elves and all that stuff. And you can unlock mm-hmm. this dark elf who had like two swords. It was really cool. Um, and then you just go through dungeons and kill people and all that stuff. And you're trying to figure out like why this dark evil's come. Um, that game I really enjoyed. If it's an online game, man, you know, I really wish I could get back into Neopets, but there's part of me that just would not ever give a shit. <laughs> um, yeah, those are the only games. And I, I like this question. I feel like I, I, we should definitely continue. I, I, at least for me, I'll continue that on the Discord because I feel like yeah. there's a lot of a lot of games as a child that I played that I would want to play now, but I'm like, oh, but this Elden Ring, baby. <laughs> Um, all right, next, last question that's pre-selected. So this one comes from Spencer. Shout out to you. Um, You have 48 hours to live. Oh, God. What are you doing? Well, hopefully the the walls of a seas if I can, but... (laughs) (laughs) Make them tap before you go. (laughs) Um... You do you have do you have do you have answers or do you want me to go first? This is, this reminds me of like an old uh, Mace Bad Boy Family song. But it was twenty four hours to live, not forty eight. Uh, man, God, I don't know. That is, I, I got the inner battle of you know be the good person, and then the other one that's like get revenge. Because um, I got a revenge list anyway. Uh, <laughs> Tom knows a couple of them. Um, <laughs> I mean, maybe just, you know, go to the nearest beach and just sit there, like with my wife and kids and just because the beach and the ocean is our happy spot. So um, go to the nearest one we can get to, which would be Bay Area, Monterey area, and uh, just chill there on the beach for 48 hours, you know, just drink, eat, play. That, that That's me suppressing the vengeance side. <laughs> um for me definitely first thing i do is call all my banks withdraw all my money and make Ooh. sure i i divvy that up properly to the people who i know could use it the most and then probably at least 10 percent of it goes to charity um and uh i think i kind of just make sure i like have a list of people who are like hey take all my items when i'm about to die so you can use them well um, I probably will, you know, call 
all actually not my loved ones first. I'll probably tell them like, hey, I'll give you a call in like a day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the mm-hmm. first day I'll probably call <sighs> I probably call some uh some some uh some people that I haven't talked to in a while and just kind of being like, I really wish we had the time. And I really wish uh I could have said X, Y, and Z. And I've realized this a lot lately that like I'm just trying to make up for lost time with certain friends and family and all that stuff and just say certain things that like, you know, social constructs and time kind of don't permit me to say at this point. Um, I'd hopefully close out all my accounts so that no one gets stuck with my bills mm. and uh, then spend the last 24 hours to just be with my friends and family, hopefully eating some really delicious foods. And then for the last four hours, tell them all to fuck off. And then I hire a really expensive escort. <laughs> nice. And then for the co-op. For yeah, for the co-op. And then hopefully the co-op. hopefully that you know only lasts like five minutes. And so I don't traumatize and her with my death. Uh, and the walls of the Steves. Yes, the walls, the walls of the Steves and co-op. Um uh, yeah, that, that, that'll be my last 48 hours. Um I was gonna say that we can make this into like a screenplay, but then I realized it's already a very uh, superb movie called the 25th hour. So never mind. That that handled it. Or 5050. Uh, or 50 yeah. yeah. They already took care of them. Um so now we can move on to some of the questions from the chat. And I think uh the first question I'm going to ask will be one that I got from the chat today. <laughs> now this will exclude the Steve's a little bit. But no. uh, I'm, so, I'm so sorry. Um, but this, 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 yeah, this is a question I like. Um, <laughs> 1992 Johnny Horror asks question: If you were in the world of Yu-Gi-Oh, what would yeah. be what will be your go-to monster card? I'll, I'll, I'll take that. You no, know, Steve, I got you. I got it. I got it. I got it. Um, oh. uh, Steve's, Steve's, your character will be. Uh, is there a Bill or a Frank? The uh, 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 this this guy this guy would be your 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 guy there there's there's like a who who would a Steve's be there's um is there a guy with a big chin there's several there's several men with big chins chin. monster mm-hmm. card love hammer you douche he's calling me weevil he's he's like you're this character and he's this little nerdy boy um <laughs> but your your go to card. Uh, mm-hmm. Steve's would probably be. This is the card you use. I think okay. he would use. I mean, there's Guilford the Lightning, which is a giant man with a lightning sword. Okay, sounds uh, cool. Um, uh, I I want to find like a bull, Brahma bull. See, or, I like that. Or you like, get me. I was trying to get like a, a wrestler kind of guy who's just you know badass. Is it like a, maybe maybe a hawk like thing too. Maybe something like that. I don't know. Something I want like I want a good one for you. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. Uh, and cool. I'll, I like the. I'll, I'll put it in the Discord for a picture of like mm-hmm. this 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 card of Steve's. Um, I think because also I want like you to have like one that has like a really cool signature like punch or kick or like you know mm, you know like you know what I mean. You get me. Yeah, you get I'm, tr- me. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm right. Um, for me, I mean. <laughs> Uh, it's either two cards, two cards. Slifer for the Sky Dragon because he's my favorite Egyptian god card. He's OP. Or Yadagrasu because I'm a douchebag. Yadagrasu <laughs> is a, a little card that if I play him and I do damage to you, you can't draw the cards. You're locked out of the game pretty much, and there's nothing else. Um, so uh, hmm. next question. Um, thank you, Giant Horror. Uh, next. Next question. Okay, um, I like this. This is good because we we're with we both representatives of Nerdon and the Caves Crusaders. Okay. This question comes from Black Diablo Mamba. Question: 
the Nerd On and Capes Crusaders are opening a nightclub. You are only allowed to bring five people. Who would they be? Who would be the one to throw out the troublemakers, if any? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm throwing out the troublemakers. I think we, that's pretty set. It'd be, David Barry and I are the ones throwing troublemakers out. I'm, I think that's – no? That's, that's, a, that's a given. Uh, who are you inviting? Like is it from five like, people. our people? Five our crew people. or from any any. I think so. People. So your group and my group are both opening. So our okay. our people are already involved. So Julie's okay, already, already involved. In. Yes. Okay. All right. Five people. You go first. I'm trying to think this out. All right. I'm going to bring them in because normally I would normally always try to bring these people in because they're my oldest friends. Uh, Heroic Adamus, who's in the chat, and Love Hammer, and then our boy Jabba Real, and then MX Raff. Uh, MX Raff is hopefully still in the chat as well. So that's four people. I need one more person to bring. More than likely, my roommate Rashid. Um, if I don't have uh, some young hot thing with me who is a you know uh, unfortunate to be with me, but uh, it, it most likely be those 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 five. Hmm. The Druju got so. snubbed. I'm so sorry, Steve. You got to bring him. <laughs> okay, there it is. There it is. The Crusaders, we'd have to bring our significant others, mm-hmm. which would be four, and then Drew Drew number five. Boom. Oh, there it is. There That's it is. How you do it. That's how you That's do how it. That's how you do it. That's how you do that. Um, do that. I, I'd probably be throwing out the troublemakers for me. I feel like out of my group, I tend to be, you know, Mr. You know, Daddy Spanky. Give me Daddy Spanky. Daddy Spanky. That's your that's your hip hop name. Daddy Spanky. No, it's D, it's actually DJ Qualms. Oh, because <laughs> I got I got qualms with everything. Uh, okay, cool. Next question. How much time we got? Let's do one last question. Um, mm-hmm. Let's do. Okay, I got one for Mr. C's. Hopefully, I think you can answer this. You got you got you got the boys. They've been watching some some animated films. Mm-hmm. Which is oh, this question is from T Dog eighty two eighty two. Question: Which is better, Road to El Dorado or Fern Gully: The Last Rainforest? Ooh. Road to El Dorado is the two guys, right? Dark hair and blonde hair. Mm-hmm. I'm going with that one because that gif always makes me laugh. Both, both. We can do both, both. <laughs> so they're both better. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll for 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 um, uh, yeah, in the chat. I'm with El Dorado. El Dorado. That girl got them thighs and thick thighs that mm, saved them lives. Yeah, there, there it is. See, there it is. That too. <laughs> for the sake of uh, variety, I'm going to say Fern Gully because of this one tidbit. Because uh, Robin Williams uh, played the bat and he had his oh, yeah, his rap, and Disney was like, "Hey, we haven't released Aladdin yet. You can't That's voice this right. bat that is rapping about the environment and pollution." And Robin Williams said, "Excuse me, I'm Robin Williams. I I'm do Robin what Williams. I want with my career. You don't get to tell me what to do with other jobs. No other job tells me what to do with you." And they were like, "Oh my bad. Oh my bad. I didn't oh, know." My bad. Oh, my so bad. the film I'm... that made Disney be like, "Oh my bad. I don't know. My bad." <laughs> Um, that one is for me. Okay. Um, right. But yes, uh, Rodel El Rado is a better movie. Uh, <laughs> uh, with that, everyone, thank you so much uh, for all the questions, for showing up. There's so many of you in the chat today. I love it. I would love to see more of you next week when we have more of our hosts back. Um, if you are on our Discord, Give a shout out to the other hosts of Crusaders and to the Nerdon folk. Uh, they 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 need to know that you love them as much as you love us. Um, but it's totally okay if you love Mister Steve's more because he is probably the best looking member of both oh. groups. Um, Thanks, man. 
Well, I mean, good looks come with age, so you got all that. Exactly. And I'm old. <laughs> uh, with that, everyone, uh, take care of yourselves. If you like what you heard today, give us that like, that comment, wherever you're hearing us, if you're watching us. Um, do do what the app requires you to do. The best thing you could do is uh, give us a rating on whatever podcast app you you listen to us on. Um, even if you you don't even listen on that 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 software that platform, just just put a rating. Just say these guys are great. Five out of five. That that that'd be wonderful. Mm. And and you'll get a shout out on our, our regular show that comes out on Thursdays. Um, if you if you want to see everything we do with that between the videos, the YouTube, the, the you can even read our old uh, 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 articles. Go to nerdon.tv. They'll find you. They'll find everything in there. Continue the conversation. Nerdon.tv uh, slash Discord. With that, thank you, mm. Mr. Steves. You're welcome. And everyone, you know the drill. As always, nerd on. Nerd on.